0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the Ethereum Practice Podcast. This episode is a special one because it is the season one finale. Season one had 22 episodes of insightful conversations with young people on their path of self-discovery. And I'm really grateful to every person who listened to this podcast or who's watched an episode on YouTube. If you haven't yet, it would mean the world to me if you liked, subscribed, follow, rated this podcast because that really helps the show re- reach a new audience. And also, if you have any feedback for how to make this a better experience for you, I am all ears. Send me a DM, send me an email, text me, really just let me know in the comments or wherever you want how to make this better because that's really the reason why I do this is so that whoever is listening or watching this can gain some food for thought for how they themselves can can continue on their path of self-discovery. So, With this episode, we close the first chapter of Theory and Practice, and we make room for the new chapter of Theory and Practice. So in this episode, you can expect a recap of all the most important and interesting takeaways from every guest interview. From Brooke LeBlanc, who is an expert in the sobriety space, to Ali Deboe, a Gen Z entrepreneur building a community platform to Kayla Lyons sobriety expert and author of Soberish to Morgan Hewitt CEO and founder of Options MD and also Nia Jones who is the founder of Insight the Now and of course many many other guests that we've had I will link out all the episodes in the show notes but If you don't have time to listen to probably like 22 hours of content, do not worry at all because this episode is for you. These are my favorite takeaways from every conversation that I had, and it's a compilation hopefully that inspires you to go on your path of self-discovery. And before we get into that, I do want to mention that season two is launching. Previously, these episodes came out on Friday mornings, but I don't listen to that many episode podcast episodes on Friday mornings, so I don't expect anyone to do that probably because i don't commute on fridays and i work from home but anyway season two will have a new schedule that will be every tuesday morning eastern time you can expect an episode to drop format will be the same one week will be a guest interview one week will be a solo episode and if you have any ideas or topics that you'd like me to cover let me know i already have a list of guests uh that are coming on the podcast i'm very excited to continue to share insights and guidance for how to live your best life and for how to explore a path of self-discovery but for now enjoy this episode remember to rate review follow or subscribe and let me know if you have any feedback and enjoy for me
1: a lot of self-discovery I tend to think of as almost like a return to who you were as a child or Mm. like what your actual like wants and desires and passions and beliefs are without the conditioning of society telling you what to do and what to pursue so I think about more like almost going backwards and going forward in a way like going back to like the most like pure form of yourself Mm. and who that is
0: Self discovery means to me taking the long, never ending, ever evolving, often dis- uncomfortable, but deeply necessary, beautiful journey within and making that a constant practice.
2: I think self discovery is really taking time to understand and know yourself so that you can be the most intentional. Um, there is also this quote, I hope I don't butcher it, but it's like live with intention or exist by default. The whole point of self-discovery is that so that you can make better choices that are more in tune with what you want and with what you need.
1: And I think like when you're on the self-discovery journey, you start to learn to behave in ways that like nurture you.
2: The
3: bottom line and the thing that really matters is your own self discovery and the comfort you have living with yourself and existing, not just physically, but mentally in your own mind. I treat this as something, you know, not as, oh, you know, let's go have fun. Let's travel Europe and find out who we are. I see it as a lot more daunting and a lot more courageous. And I I see it as a lifelong journey. It's, it's not that something where you discover who you truly are because who you truly are should always be evolving.
4: Self-discovery and confidence go hand in hand to me. I think the more you learn about yourself and the more you discover yourself, you become more confident in who you are. When you're younger, you don't really know who you are. You're trying to figure that out. And you're always trying to figure it out. But I think the more and more you're like, oh, this is who I am like I am a strong person I am a uh, I'm um, I have this entrepreneurial spirit I'm a go
0: getter whatever you decide that you are or or discover you become confident in that best piece of advice that I ever got was have a compass don't have a map know where you want to go but be open to not knowing how to get there I got the advice recently
1: to like go outside of your own personal medium so if you're feeling stuck with writing like take a pottery class and you know, feel art in a different way or like go to a show or like listen to music, something that's like kind of like inspiring you to be creative, but it's not the same like
2: thing that you practice because that can be also kind of restricting. Totally. When I was working at Meta full time, I remember I had this concept that I would tell myself, which is I'm going to give to me before I give to anybody else. And at that stage of my life, it meant oh, I was going to work on my business like I was going to Work on my business in the mornings like rather than after work because i'm like my mornings is when my ideas are fresh like why am i immediately giving to another company when i have my own but it's so interesting how that has evolved to now like now that i'm a full-time business owner i realized that like giving to myself is not just my business like i am not my business i am me and i've been learning to differentiate the two
4: my a suggestion to people is just like I would do with anything else, is maybe take a pause for like a week. Don't drink for like a week and see how much it comes up. Like how intertwined with alcohol
2: is your life. So I would I really leaned into sobriety in a way where I dip my toes in the water before I jumped in, Yep, yep. and I did the same with dating. So for example, let's say I was going on a first date tonight, I would text him before and say, hey, I have work tomorrow, big project, just wanna let you know, I'll be drinking San Pellegrino and a wine glass with a splash of lime yep. <laughs> and just close the door. So there's so many ways where you can show up with confidence and really build your integrity. It's not gonna be easy at first, um, but it's gonna be worth it in the end. If you're out with your friends and
0: there are a ton of tequila shots being passed around and you've hit your alcohol limit, you can no longer drink or otherwise you're just gonna be wasted. What do you do? Do you fall for peer pressure and take that shot even though you don't want to? Or do you choose to be uncomfortable for a little bit and not take that last tequila shot and feel like a weirdo but wake up in the morning feeling like yourself?
3: If you go out and look for the job where, you know, it's a chill job, you're going to crush it, and you're making a lot of money from that, and they're really not pushing you, yeah, that's good for you right now. Is that going to be good for you 5, 10, 15, 20, 25 years down the line? And the answer is no. Like, it's not maybe it, it. No, like, definitively, it's not. You should be going to a job that is going to push you in the ways that you want to be pushed and help you get to that next level.
1: When I'm actually feeling down what I genuinely do is I google like projections other writers have faced. (laughs) I think you can do this in a lot of fields just like you know founders that you admire or artists or whoever else you want you like look up to and aspire to be looking up like what their journey was to get there and then seeing like the setbacks they faced or like you know, like how, how many people have rejected Harry Potter? Like those kind of things. Oh my gosh, you're Yeah, so right. And I'm like, okay, like this is all part of the plan. Like you're
0: going to hit a wall at some point where life smacks you in the face and you have to revert and go into a different direction. And that's exactly what had happened to me. It's why I left that first business. I ended up actually walking away from a, a business I built for seven years. So it was deeply painful to walk away from that, but it was so necessary. It's painful, but you, you have to follow your gut and you have to listen to your higher self.
3: When you are choosing to be vulnerable or when you want to be vulnerable, you know it's it's important to just block out the noise, right? Because a lot of the times when people are ridiculing or insulting, it's because they are still on their journey of of finding what you've already found, which is the confidence and and love for yourself to give encourage. yourself and yeah, and encourage to be to be. person that you are
0: one of the pieces of advice that i received from a mentor when i was just very very stuck not knowing the direction of where i wanted to go and it provoked a lot of fear and anxiety in me and he just said you always try to do your way out of your feelings why don't you just be in them
4: chinese buddhist quote that's in chinese it translates to even the faintest ink is better than the strongest mind and this is all to say that like even if you think you have the best idea in the world you have the most contorted incredible plan in your head it doesn't matter if you haven't taken action put that into the world you haven't told someone you haven't created a first uh drawing. you haven't expressed in a first experiment like none of it matters even the faintest ink like the worst action is still better than like the best idea so putting something out there is vulnerable it's scary but it's actually what's going to make the impact if you just Have this interest just do it just try like you have no idea what's gonna come out of it and even if it's weird even if it's not common like I was made fun of in high school for my YouTube channel like that was something that really affected me Like I was very insecure about it it was not cool but I knew that I just loved it and so I I was gonna keep doing it anyways even if I was a little scared and like you know did actually care what people think I'm glad that I stuck to it so if you're someone listening and you have any interest in anything like trying anything that's new or maybe not that common just do it and see cuz you you have no idea what can come out of it There's a lot of things in my life that I've been like, oh, you know, like one day, once I'm married, once I'm settled down, once I have an executive position, then I'll go and have an international career. Like, then I'll go and do this, then I'll go and do that. And what a mentor told me is that your life actually only gets more complicated as you get older. So probably the age that you're at right now is probably the least complicated that your life will be until you retire. (laughs) Otherwise, like as soon as you get married, now you have to think about some other person. Mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you have kids so actually being single and being young is a blessing and is probably the best time in your life ever to take a risk
0: thank you so much for listening to this week's episode i hope that you enjoyed it and if you did please give us a rating a follow or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts you can find theory and practice on instagram on tiktok as well as our website theoryandpractice.com and thanks so much again See you next week.